You are tired of average. You want more out of life. You know you're capable of something greater. This show will help you become resilient in your home, at work, and in your community. Welcome to the Resilient Humans Podcast with your host, Kevin Wood. Take two. Welcome back to the Resilient Humans Podcast. God damn it. I I love it when you start the intro and then go, nope, it's not recording. Not recording. You'd think I had this down to a T or science, but nope. It's because that post-it note. You had a post-it. I had a post-it note on the wall that had one Q on it. Option T. I need to do that before I hit record. I don't know why you ever took it down. You took it down. No, you took it down. I didn't. You said, we don't need this anymore. Well, I do. (laughs) You should have convinced me otherwise. Well, get another sticky note right now. Another sticky note. Do it up. Option T. I need to do that every time before we hit record. Anyway, we're back. Luckily, (laughs) we were only about 38 seconds in to what we thought was the recording. All right. So I'm pretty excited. I'm excited that that sticky note's back on there and you don't have to think about that anymore. So last night I graduated. Yes. Congratulations. Abracadabra. Yeah. Got my enlifted level one and Mm -hmm. we only have two weeks off and then rolling right into the level two. So the, uh, the last, the last podcast that was posted was with Mark England from Enlifted. He was the coach throughout the process. Um, he, he had me share that podcast with the Enlifted community, uh, just my group or my class. And then he went and shared it with the entire Enlifted community and said, y'all need to listen to this basically. So, wow. uh, pretty honored yeah. that that happened. We, we dropped some truth bombs, I guess, in the last episode. Not, I guess we, we actually dropped some some truth bombs that might sting some people when they listen to it, but that's fine. We're not here to make friends with everybody. We're just here to say it how it is. So anyway, can't wait. Level two. It's going to be fun. I know the first, the level one, for those who are wondering, um, it was all about going through the suck and stuck. So working through your shitty stories that you have floating around in your head and coming through it on the other side with a much, that shit talker in your head is much quieter. It's not eliminated, but it's definitely quieter and it allows for more options and opportunities that you can almost do anything, whatever you want. And then the level two coming up is all about celebrating wins and bright spots and just goal setting. The the sky's the limit for the level two stuff. So anyway, expect I'll be uh, hosting some, uh, I guess, workshops Mm -hmm. uh, at the gym here. I might be able to do some online as well. Uh, we'll see how the uh, in-person ones go first and then assess and see if we can take that online and just have some people in and get some story work done, see how it goes. Speak- That's awesome. I think everybody can benefit from that. I mean, we've seen it even... Almost everybody. Yeah. 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 We've seen it daily here since you've been taking that course and it's sort of trickled its way down through the ranks. Like, I've seen people correcting other people's 
um, negative self-talk and, you know, just calling people out on their word choices and saying, you know, is, are you sure that's what you want to say right now? Well, you and Roxanne were doing that already before I even knew about Unlifted. You guys were sure. e- editing people's posts. Yes. Like, I think I should kind of work on this. And then you're like, no. I think you, you misspelled, I'm going to work on this. You just went in and like X'd out full, full words, which was basically <laughs> the soft talk challenge. Yes. So anyway, I actually went and... Um, I got a whole bunch of those printed full color, like 50 of them. Oh, and I bring, noticed you sent somebody home with one the other day from their collab. Yeah. So I'm going to bring them into the gym once they're uh, printed out at the shop and just start handing them out to people. Be Excellent. Like, Post this somewhere where you'll see it. And then, uh, yeah. All right. Today's episode, we're talking annual planning. I know we're nearing the end of January and that's okay. Well, does annual planning have to be done in January? It can be done whenever. Sure. Okay. Right? All right. The idea, though, is that, you know, new year, new you, we hear that all the time. And mm-hmm. it's cool, like, if that's if that's the time for you to make changes, great. Roll with it. Run with it. It's just don't wait. If you haven't done anything, don't wait until <laughs> next year to get started. So the, this is for those people that either haven't done any type of annual planning um, when it comes to their goals and what they want, um, or if you have and you've kind of slid a bit, this might be a great way, take my out, it is a great way to get back on track and moving towards your goals. So this is something that we do with our all of our um, collaborative wellness clients, our nutrition clients. We sit people down, start of the year, and we run through this um, process. So first part we talk about is reflection. And there's an old saying, you can't live your life in the rearview mirror. Because if you do, you're not watching where you're going. But, and I say that on purpose, but it is good to look back every now and then and the idea of this reflection for our annual planning is to look at everything that you've accomplished over the last 12 months, anything that's related to your health, your wealth, relationships, experiences, anything to do with your fitness, nutrition, mindset, big, medium, small things. You should be able to fill a sheet with the stuff that you've accomplished over the last year. I find people have a hard time doing that. I enjoy the wide-eyed look of the people when I show them the blank sheet. And I tell them if they don't come back with it filled out, they may as well not come back. (laughs) Then we laugh, of course, but it's true. And I don't think it's something that can be sat down and done in, you know, uh, at one time in in the next five minutes or 30 minutes. You can't say, hey, I'm going to sit down and do my homework now. Uh, The way I do it with my clients is I say, hey, leave this sheet out where you can see it and... When things, you know, come into your head, you're going to write them down. And you're, they're going to come into your head at random, random times. times. I Oftentimes, my best ideas pop up when I'm in the shower. Mm-hmm. It's just the way it is. And mostly because my brain is relaxed, I guess, and it allows space for stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, we tell people to come back to it. It'll happen, you know, three days into it. You're like, oh, right, I could pr- probably write that down too. Yes, you can. I've had some of my clients even ask the people around them things that they've accomplished 
another strategy somebody used was they actually went through their phone and looked at all the pictures and they're yeah. like, oh yeah, I did that. Or Facebook did this, feed. Right? Mm-hmm. And so it was a, a great way to stroll down memory lane looking for the wins. There are always more than you think you're going to have. So many more. Way more. Mm-hmm. It's crazy. And so it's it's important to do that. Why? So you can give yourself a little, I always say, a little pat on the back and a little congratulatory moment and some um, boosting of self-confidence moving into the next phase of your goal setting. And knowing that you've done hard things before allows you to have the mindset that you can continue to do hard things in the future. Which brings us to the next one. Ooh. Projections. And this is projections are this is in a positive light where where would you like to be in 12 months from now? So when you do this exercise again at the end of the year, how do you want your health, wealth, relationships, experiences and all things fitness, nutrition and mindset related? How do you want them to be different? What do you want to be different? How do, how do you want those to change? Um, what do you want to have on that reflection sheet one year from now? That's exactly it. Mm-hmm. So literally, it sh- you should almost be able to photocopy yes. the, uh, we, Morgan that projection and I just did to it. the reflection for the next year. I did it with my collab client. I had immediately before this. And I actually said, hey, you know, you're the only person that I did this with last year because I was just beginning to do my nutrition coaching. So we got out her one from last year, and it was almost picture perfect. It's All crazy. the things she projected, she did, you know, and now we'll feed her reflection for this year and boost her self-confidence to do even bigger and better things this year. Love it. Yeah. So there's your first two pieces of homework. You're going to take one blank sheet of paper, full-size sheet, write down everything that you've accomplished over the last 12 months, new sheet. Write down all the things that you would like to accomplish in the next 12 months. Sounds pretty simple, but it it does require um, a little bit of time and space to allow those things to come into your head and, you know, collect them. So the next part is we're talking about the, the four ways to make change. And these are the only four ways that you can change anything in your life. Specifically, when it comes to your habits, what would you either like to start doing, stop doing, something that you need to do more of or do less of? And that's it. Only four ways to change. Start doing something you've never done. Stop doing something that you're currently doing. Do more of something that you're currently doing or do less of something that you're currently doing. And that's it. Those are the things. What what are you going to turn the dials on and which way are they going to be turned? Absolutely. Mm -hmm. And so... Certain things make sense to put in certain categories here. So if you say, for instance, um, you know, I want to eliminate sugar, that, pr- that shouldn't be put into the stop doing because it's very unrealistic that you're not going to have any sugar for an entire year. That should be in the do less of. Yes. I'm going to have less sugar in my diet. Okay, well, that's more realistic and attainable. Mm-hmm. Something that you're going to start doing might be, you know, a new activity. I've never done fill in the blank dance lessons or art lessons or whatever. It can be literally anything. Um, I'm going to start eating broccoli. No, I you're won't. not. I'm definitely not, but, uh, I've always wanted to take a dance lesson. Something ever. Yeah. <laughs> it should be on my list. 
So those are the categories and you can write something down in each one. You don't necessarily have to, um, but you know, in the, in the realms of fitness, nutrition, mindset, what are things that you either want to start doing, stop doing, do more of, or do less of. And then we can start to really focus on how afterwards, but we got to get the what's written down first. Mm -hmm. And I also like to find out how you can prioritize some of those things because some will feed into others. Oh, absolutely. Mm -hmm. And there's the concept of habit stacking, which is, you know, when you're trying to do more of something or start doing something, can you link it to something that you're currently doing without thought? And it could be, well, I read before I go to bed every night. Could I also attach a gratitude practice to that? So under the book, there's a journal and a pencil and I can write things down. And so that's a way of stacking habits so that it's for anchoring habits so that you can actually do them together. Mm -hmm. And it's not just adding something out of the blue in a random part of your day. It's a lot harder to stick with it that way. Yeah. Uh, I definitely worked on my water intake and uh, supplement intake. I was really struggling with getting my fish oil in and some other things that have been recommended to me for my um, health. And I just found it wasn't getting done, but I linked it with brushing my teeth in the morning. There That's it. I yeah. brush my teeth. I take my meds. I drink some water and there's the check mark done. It's a habit now. So on to something else. Easy. Sounds easy, but simple. <laughs> Next part that we talk about here is your calendar. So do you use a calendar, whether it's weekly uh, or daily, weekly or monthly? And the important part, adhere to it. That's You can have a calendar and look at it, but if you don't adhere to it, you're just wasting ink. Um, failed goals are not a result from a lack of willpower. It's from a lack of time management. If you are able to control your time, you are able to control your outcomes. And so what systems are you going to use to set your calendar? You can do digital. I love paper. I just... I print out five sheets for each week and just write down all of my priorities. And then we talk about those priorities as big rocks, pebbles, and sand. And so there's that whole analogy. There was a professor that was giving a, a lecture and he had a, an empty jar. Have you heard this one before? The, the have empty, I heard this one jar? before? Yes. Certainly have. Uh, and I would also digress to say, We've shared this story on the podcast as well. Perfect. Okay. Well, if you so, haven't listened to the episode, yeah, we're going to go over it's it worth again. it. Worth it. Um, empty jar, and he filled it with a bunch of rocks. He asked the class, is, is this full? jar full? They said yes. And they said yes. So then he took out some pebbles, some much smaller rocks, and he put them in the in the jar, and it filled in all the spaces between the rocks. Class, is, is the jar full now? Yes. Absolutely. And then he pulled out a bag of sand. And he threw the sand in and it filled up all the spaces, tiny spaces between the rocks. Now is the glass full. Yes. yes. Now what would happen if you filled that jar with the sand first? Would there be any room for the rocks or the pebbles? No. The answer is no. And so it's all about prioritization. What are you going to fit into your life first? And the big rocks are the things that provide the most value and fulfillment to your life, the things that are most important to you. So what, what categories do you believe would be the big rocks? Uh, for me, 
they would be family. Cool. Uh, work. Yeah. And probably health. There you go. Those are generally the top three. Okay. Right? Pebbles. These are things that, while not necessary, are still providing value to your life. So for me, it's things like hobbies, um, you know, going for walks with the dog. I don't have to do it, but I like to do it. I enjoy that time, you know, being outside, Mm -hmm. Um, camping, climbing. You know, these are all just a lot of personal and and physical enjoyment activities. Sure. Yes. Do you have any other pebble examples? Um, Well, my my music would be for me. Um, Some writing. uh, Definitely time in nature. Reading. Um, For me, it's more creative. Nice. Outlets, but yeah. Yeah. Could be playing guitar, like whatever. Yep. Things that provide value and and, uh, fulfillment to your life. It's things that make you a well-rounded type person, I find. It's not what necessarily what you define yourself by, but the little bits and pieces that just are special to you. That you need to get in there for your joy. Last one is sand. Ooh. And these are, th- these are things that are nice things to do, like not mandatory. They don't provide much fulfillment. You're not going to come out the other side of it being like, I feel like a better person as a result of doing this. And that's like watching Netflix or playing Candy Crush. You know, you might level up, but it's that that fulfillment's only going to last for that that second (laughs) millisecond of like, yeah, now I have to go back to work (laughs) or whatever, right? Um, Mm -hmm. And so, if we prioritize that in reverse, if we start doing more of these sand-like activities, you don't leave any room for the pebbles or the big rocks. And that's we've talked about this before. People say, oh, I don't have enough time. Show me your phone. <laughs> Let me see what you're spending hours doing on your phone. And I guarantee you can carve out five or 10 minutes to do some type of pebble activity. Sure. Yeah. Easily. All right. So that's, do you have a system set up on your calendar, digital or paper? Prioritize it with the big rocks, then the pebbles, and finally the sand. And now adhere to that. And so it's good to put in some sand in, in between some of the stuff. And I really encourage my clients to do that because it's important to have a break from the things that take up a lot of time, like work. If you have a break, get out of your chair. Get up, move around, play Candy Crush for five minutes, and then go back to your work, right? So next part. Hmm. We have three boxes. We've talked about this many times, but there's three, in in my opinion, three components or three pillars of fitness, or of um, resilience, and that's fitness, nutrition, and mindset. And so we ask the question, how do you want your fitness to be different? Like, what, what do you want? Mm-hmm. And really, I define your fitness as your physical capacity to meet daily challenges. Are you able to bring all the groceries in one trip? Can you keep up with your kids? Can you change a a tire? Like, could you pick up a a spare tire and put it on if you needed to? Like, this is the real life stuff. Mm -hmm. Functional things that come up in everyday life. Right. Mm -hmm. And so are you ready for those things? If not, how do you want your fitness to be different? Next one, nutrition. 
nutrition really boils down when you strip away all the the crap around it it's planning and preparation that's it if you plan and prepare the things in advance you are more likely to succeed than if you go into every week or every day on a whim and you have no idea what's going to happen i would say that's true for other facets of your life as well absolutely <laughs> so how how do you want your nutrition to be different it's if it's i want to have less sugar in my diet if we talked about that earlier then exactly what are you going to do about that how are you going to do that well, it's going to be, I'm going to shop the perimeter of the grocery store, or I'm going to do all my grocery grocery shopping online. So I'm not tempted by those things in the aisles. Um, having your meal plans planned out, including the snacks that you're going to eat between your meals. Yeah. So or, or what little tiny changes can you make? Do you not, do you have to have that coffee and uh, coffee and your sugar? <laughs> <laughs> oh, right. Do you have to have it? I took mine out and I'm sure I've, did you survive? How do you survive? I'm still here and I still love coffee. Folks, I still love coffee. There you go. Yes, you can do it slowly, but you can do it. Uh, last one is mindset. How do you want your mindset to be different? And that's a huge bucket. There's so many things that we can do to help our mindset. I've now come to the realization that our internal our words shape our stories and our, sto our stories shape our beliefs and our beliefs will t in turn shape our identity. And so if you start with changing your words, your mindset will change. Do you know what the definition of mindset is in the dictionary? Oh yeah. It's something silly like your state of mind. State of mind. <laughs> it's like saying, what's the soup du jour? Oh, that means soup of the day. Yeah. <laughs> like whatever. What do you mean? So, the the proper definition or my definition is the story you tell yourself to yourself and so how do you change that you change the words yeah when you change the words you change the story and how do you do that you write shit down yeah and that's where that's how it starts mm -hmm. uh, if you want to help help with that i'm i'm in love in love with story work right now it is so it's fun for me. It's painful and uncomfortable for the people going through it, but there is light at the end of that tunnel and it's sunshine and rainbows on the other side of it. But you got to go through that, that moment of sucking stuck at the start in order to get through the other side. So that's my biggest thing is change your words first. Then you can start adding on other aspects like, meditation, slow walks, you name like anything to get you in the right mindset, reading about stoicism or choice theory. Mm -hmm. I wonder what percentage of people are actually tuned into what their self-talk is. How are, are some people oblivious to, to that happening? The quote is most people are spectators in the stands of their own lives. That's a terrible quote. But it's, it can be terrible, but it's still true. Oh my goodness. I, I find that, that make, gives me a fearful feeling. But it's, how true is it though? Like people are the spectators. Yeah. In the stands many, of their own lives. Many are. It's like the day happens to them as opposed to them making well, Now we're getting day. into victim mentality. Well, Have we done a podcast is. on that yet? That's what it is though. Yeah. Right? Yeah. 
I did a post on it recently and shared like why people would choose to, to stay in the victim mentality. And it's the, the reasons are compelling to stay in it because it's easier. It's easier. There's trauma bonding when it comes to it. They get attention from it. And it's like, yes, that's, that's the bottom, one of the bottom of Maslow's hierarchy of needs is love and belonging. How can I get that? Well, if I play the victim mind card, victim mindset or mentality card, I'm going to start getting love and belonging. Yeah. How else could I get it? Well, you could be your true self. Wow. Imagine that. Oh my goodness. Anyway, we're kind of going off, off Mm. of our annual planning. (laughs) So anyway, there's lots of different options for mindset. Just know that I I believe it starts with uh, story work and getting that, that shit talker quieted down before starting or adding or changing anything else. Last piece. This is it is the fear audit. So as you look at what you want to accomplish in this next year, you should ask yourself, does it seem a little daunting or out of reach? And if so, good. Are you challenging yourself in these areas and pushing out of your comfort zone? Because your plan needs to scare you because growth is scary. Anytime when just this morning I had to do three, uh, five sets of three reps of pause back squats at 80% of my max last set. I'm like, Oh my God. And I had my hands up on the bar and my head was down and I'm just staring at the floor hyping myself up. Like if I want to improve in weightlifting, the bar has to scare me. Otherwise I won't improve. I will stay in that plateau. And man, did I not want to do it, but I hyped myself up and I was like, I know what's on the other side of this and it's good. So your goals need to be uncomfortable. They need to scare you a little bit in order to see the other side, in order to see progress. It's going to demand a new version of you. And I love ending with this quote. If you do what you've always done, you get what you've always got. We put that on an old Cross at Moncton shirt like way back. Um, and it still rings true. Mm-hmm. If you keep doing the same shit over and over, ain't nothing going to change. Poor grammar acknowledged. <laughs> <laughs> Love it. That is our annual planning uh, worksheets. That's everything that we do with our clients to start off a new year. And so if you haven't done that yet, feel free to take it. Use that. I'll put the... Um, Everything we just we mentioned in the show notes. So if you're a visual learner, um, we'll just I'll give you all the the topics that we kind of talked about today. <clears throat> Write it out on a sheet of paper and just start filling them in. Go down the list. Love it. Cool. And I would love to hear how people do with that and if they find it useful. Like you said at the start, I love I want to see people's projections turn into their reflections like that. Yeah. That's a coach's dream come true. Yeah. I'm, I'm flying high on that today. <laughs> yeah. It's awesome. <laughs> All right. That's your show for today. Thanks for tuning in and we'll see you next time. Thanks for listening. If you enjoyed this episode, please share it with others or leave a rating and review to catch all the latest episodes. Be sure to subscribe and I'll see you next time.